What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Anthony, Michelle, and Mike. And we are discussing the second episode of The Last of Us. I'm going to tell y'all now, I had to bring the show notebook back. (laughs) I was like, I got to take some notes because they're dropping a lot of information in these episodes. And I was like, okay, I don't want to be asking questions through the whole episode. Let me take some notes and do some research. I haven't done that in a while. No, man, I can't. I can't take notes because I'm not watching half of it because I'm watching most of it like this. Because they keep going places, and I'm like, oh god, it's gonna jump out at him. It's gonna, it's gonna fucking jump at him. I know it's gonna jump. It's gonna jump. It's gonna jump. It took me almost two hours to get through this episode because I kept pausing, like, nope, 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 nope. I was just, <laughs> I was so scared because I felt like somebody was gonna die in this episode. And uh, again, I knew it was gonna be Joel. I knew it wasn't gonna be Ellie. So I automatically knew. I was like. Tess is dying yeah. in this episode. It was I mean, just... it's like, why they keep introducing people then killing them? I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, well, I, oh. well, I mean, I know it's kind of a, it's a pandemic. It's a end of the world type thing. So mm-hmm. it's like you're kind of gonna lose. I, I would people. be concerned if I would be concerned if people yeah. weren't dying <laughs> with the way they were in this episode. But it's like it, all the stuff they were doing. I was just like they were like don't step on it because they can feel it and i'm like oh god y'all stepping on everything why are y'all stepping on shit and then when she went to the front desk and started ringing that bell i was like bitch are you crazy why right have you right. lost your do you why realize? i'm like i was just like oh god what is she doing i was like and and i understand it she's a kid she's never been in these kinds of places and and she has that curiosity but i'm like y'all are like literally fleeing for your lives in a city where all of these gross things like um i need y'all all of us all of us who have been watching the walking dead are like making you know right that's how i was feeling like okay you just did that so something's gonna be swimming in the water what's gonna happen i told you it took me it it took me two hours to watch this episode because i kept pausing like like, i was literally expecting her to be like pulled down and like and like dragged or crossed towards the piano and dragged back and it's like all of a sudden they're like frogs on the piano like playing i was like what the like i was like stop making noise like oh my god and i'm like don't shoot the gun don't shoot the gun Oh wait, it's not the same universe. Yeah. <laughs> that whole that whole scene in the in the hotel, she was stressing me out. But there was also some funny thing like the 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 piano playing frog. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What, what in the Michigan J frog is going on here? Like this, this <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking in my head. I was like, oh look, it's the dancing dummy. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. I was like, what the Okay, I'm glad to know I wasn't the only person who thought that because I was like, "Yep, you're just as old as so me." Is he just yep. gonna start playing a tune? Yeah, I was like, and he was playing. I was like, he plays better than most people who actually play the piano. Like, what? Is, he was like playing all kinds of chords and shit. I was like, Correct. Is he playing? I was like, wait, is that is that Brown Sugar? Is he playing D'Angelo? Like, how do you do that? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Because at first I really it, it thought somebody like was someone's playing. playing. I like, too. I was like, who's playing the piano? It's like, I was like, and then when you see the frog, it's like, like, 
the frog is playing the piano. Well, I mean, it's been 20 okay. years. It's like the frogs probably had time to learn how to play piano because there wasn't no one else there. It's like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> it's just like the scene in Big. It's like, dun, 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 dun. No, he's got three notes. <laughs> he's got those three notes down. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was funny because it, it was one of those things where it's like, that's so unexpected and it's so like random. It's just random. And then you have all the lily pads in the water and everything. I was just like, okay, our frog's gonna, you know, I told you it's one of those things where you start looking at all the little stuff and you're like, okay, is this going to be a big part? Is this going to be a big part? Like Mm -hmm. we talked about in the last episode, I didn't think food was going to be that important. I was just like, oh, they're showing a lot of food, but it was specifically the kind of food that they were showing. And then of course we get the beginning of the episode everybody's eating lunch like god damn yeah, we get a little right we get a little bit more information so let's get into the episode the episode starts in jakarta it takes us back to 2003 when all of this first kicked off and specifically the date of the jakarta scene is september 24th 2003 the events from the first episode with sarah and joel that took place on september 26th so this is two days from two days okay so that tells you how fast this thing spread across the world because at first it starts out as this little isolated incident in jakarta so what happens is they open up on a scene in a restaurant there's people eating chatting you know and they kind of they kind of focus a little bit on this lady in the back who's eating by herself you know not saying anything to anyone just kind of to herself the military the the police come in or military police come in and it's like the whole place gets quiet i was like oh this is interesting because we don't do that here the police walk in we just look like oh okay whatever we keep going about our business whole restaurant gets quiet and they ask the waitress or the hostess about something she points over there i was like oh she just like whatever y'all want her for go get her right i was like did she did she shorter did she like shorter on the tip like what she like riding around and shit like like that's her officer that's her right there she did it whatever she did she did it cheap bitch Mm -hmm. so the next thing we see they they go to her table and they look at her and then we see her in the back of the car and at this point she's holding her purse she seems kind of scared but it's apparent immediately they are not being hostile with her like the drivers tells her he was like i'm so sorry about your lunch you know because they interrupted her in the middle of uh eating and so they're having a little bit of talk she's like oh that's okay um am i in trouble did i commit a crime and he was like oh no you know like trying to reassure her thing is you should have reassured her before you put her ass in the car like these are questions she should have asked like um why are y'all looking for me how do you know who i am and i feel like she should ask those in the car but she didn't now she's asking he was nervous she was nervous well she she didn't know what was going on right she a scientist (laughs) she was nervous well yeah I, i i guess but still i'm gonna be even more nervous getting into the back of a police car that and i don't know where they're taking me i don't know why they're taking me like she just got in the car and i don't know maybe well, you maybe, got, it's, maybe it's different in indonesia maybe they trust their police a little bit more 
I mean, well, well, they do have big guns, right? And they do know if you are picked up, it could be for something that you are innocent for or guilty for, and you just got to go with I it. Guess. There's no fighting back, so you just get in the damn car. Mm, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so when she um she asked, she was like, "Are you sure you have the right person?" He was like, "Yep, you are Ibu Ratna." And you are the professor of mycology at the University of Indonesia. Yes, we have the right person. And she was just like, oh. And it was one of those things where once he said who she was and what she was, she was like, oh, shit. What didn't happen? But I think at this point, you don't, you still, she, especially her, since she talks about the fact that she has studied, you know, fungus her whole life. She's probably not thinking, okay, this is something that I need to be worried about. She's like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. they just need a professional opinion on something. Right. After he said, you're not in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, they might need my opinion on something. Mm-hmm. And for those who didn't know, because I had to go look it up because I'm, again, I am not the science person. Mycology is the study of fungi. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so she's like expert level. Okay. So this is where. I guess the things that they talked about in 1968 are starting to happen. So they take her to this uh, facility. It looks like a medical facility. She walks in the room and it's like everybody is standing there kind of in reference, uh, you know, to her reverence of her. They're just kind of sitting there. And he was like, would you please look at the specimen on the prepared slide? And one of the doctors said, you might notice, he's like, "Uh uh-uh, she going to determine her own thing and she was like okay I was like oh this is one of those things where he wants to hear an expert say this is absolutely the thing that you think can't happen Mm -hmm. and she doesn't even look in the microscope for what two three seconds and she turns around she looks at him she was like why did you prepare the specimen with uh chlorazole he said because that's how we prepare specimens taken from humans and she gets up and she's just like uh cordyceps can't thrive in humans or it can't you know grow in humans and he was just looking at her like hmm about that <laughs> come follow me exactly hold my beard <laughs> it's like i don't know what to tell you <laughs> right right <laughs> and so she she goes into an examination room she's got you know she's got the the protective suit on and he's in another room behind a glass window and he's like if you start to feel sick get out of there immediately she's just looking at him like hmm okay did anyone at this point i got scared i was like what's gonna happen to this doctor <laughs> i was what's like gonna oh god supposed to jump out at her hours to watch this episode because i kept pausing because i was like i'm not ready i'm not ready i'm so I, just, I, just, I, just, I just knew the so corpse was just going to reach up and grab her around her neck. I was just like waiting for it. I was like, oh God, please, please just hurry up. Like, mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. I was like, so she goes over to this he, woman that's on the table. Um, well, HBO couldn't resist having a, a fully naked woman in the shot. I mean, just all bared out, you know. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, she's dead and I, I guess at this point they might be considering the autopsy you never know i mean hey an an imdb credit is an imdb credit it's like (laughs) look you gotta get your name out there somehow like look dead naked corpse in last of us wow you were good in that you didn't even move thank you i appreciate that 
that was prob that was probably a um uh, a a dummy or uh I can't even think of the right word right now but that that probably was not a person it, they probably did the same thing that they did with Judith and the Walking Dead they created a likeness of her and just threw her on the table I mean it's a pretty good likeness yeah. but yeah. But anyway, so she goes over, she examines this woman. She sees that the woman has a bullet hole in her head and she's getting ready to examine that. And the police officer comes over. He was like, nope, bottom of her left leg. And so when she goes over, there is a bite on the woman's like right above her ankle. And when she takes a scalpel and kind of cuts it open, there's like this white something in the leg. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what is that? And this is when I pause the TV for the first time because I'm trying to look. I'm doing uh I'm doing a freeze frame, Anthony. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what this thing no, is inside not. the leg, and I couldn't figure it out. But it looked kind of I don't know spongy. I mean, it 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 looks gross. I'm looking at it now. So she's asking him. She's like, "Is this a bite from you?" Who's like, "Yep." So she's like, "Hmm, okay." She goes over. She grabs some uh, tongs or some scissors. I just want to say the 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 officer he looks really really concerned like he's standing there like <laughs> oh really I feel, yeah I feel I like he knew enough he might not have been a scientist but he knew enough to know that what was happening on that table with that woman was not supposed to be happening because when she said to him, right. cordyceps can't thrive in, in a human, it can't live in a human, he was just like, mm-hmm, that's what I yeah. thought too, but hear me out. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. So, so when right. she goes, you know, she takes the, the scissors and she goes up to the woman's mouth and she pries her mouth open. Okay, that's another pause moment because I was like, she's about to chomp down. She's yes. about to do something. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, she is. Or the tentacle's gonna right, come like out and attack her. That's like, what I was uh, waiting for. But when she opened her mouth, you could see something in the back of her throat. It was very faint, but you could see something kind of whitish in the back of her throat. So she's sitting there with the scissors or the tongs and she's trying to pull it out. And whatever she grabs onto, she's having a hard time pulling it out. And when she pulls it out, it's some of them damn tendrils. And now that I, now that I know that that's what it was in the first episode, <laughs> I'm looking at them like, how did I not realize that's what they were? Mm-hmm. Because they literally look like, like creepy crawly worms. But she pulls it out and she looks mm-hmm. at it and the thing starts moving. It reaches she towards like, her. Oh, I shit. was like, oh, hell no. Like, she no. was like, oh shit, she dropped this shit and disconnected that suit real quick. <laughs> and ran. Right. She was like, uh-uh, nope, what we not gonna do. <laughs> and then, of course, you start seeing the tendrils coming out of the mouth. Oh. I was like, okay. So then you see her sitting on the couch and, uh, you know, the guy, he brings her tea and they start having a conversation. She was like, so when did this happen? 30 hours ago where and he says a flour and grain factory on the west side of the city and she says a perfect substrate Substrate. yeah and basically she said this was the perfect environment for this fungus to thrive in 
And so she starts trying to find out the information, like what happened. He was like a normal woman. She got violent very suddenly. A few of, uh, she bit through uh, three of her coworkers. They locked her in a, did he say a freezer? They locked, oh, they locked her in the bathroom. bathroom. And then when the police got there, she tried to attack the police. So the police shot her, which is why she had the bullet hole in the head. And then she asked what happened to the other the other co-workers and she he's like um yeah so things escalated to the point where our only course of action was to execute them and she's sitting there just taking it all in and she's like well who bit her and he's like we don't know and she's like okay so that person's still out there are there any other missing workers and he was like 14 when he said that, the way her hands started shaking, she yeah. had to tea. put that tea down. Like she, she did a hard swallow. She was like, "Oh shit!" And she puts that tea down, <laughs> and it's like you see her calculating some things in her head, and the math ain't mathing. Yeah, <laughs> and she is like, "We brought you here to keep this from spreading. We need a vaccine. We need medication." And he, she was like. Hold up for a second. She was like, I have been studying these things all my life. So listen to me carefully. There is no medicine. There is no vaccine. And he's looking at her like, then what do we do? And I was not expecting the answer that came out of her mouth. But but again, (laughs) she is like real calm. Like, you know, sometimes you see disaster movies, like all the panic and stuff, even the scientists are panicking. She is very clear. She is very calm because at this point, she knows what has to be done. She utters one word, bomb. Fun fact, the word for bomb in Indonesian is bomb. (laughs) This is the exact same fucking word. She like, says, I just said that clearly. Bomb. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. She said, bomb this city and everyone in it. She, everyone. And, and here's the thing she knew that that's what was going to have to be done. She wasn't, you, you know, if we'd have been seeing a disaster movie that's t- taking place here you would have had people trying to sneak out before they gave the order you would have had people like calling their families okay hey i need you to go such and such don't ask no questions just go i'll explain it they would have been trying to save other people which might have contributed to the spread she was like Mm-mm. start bombing this city and everyone in it and he's just looking at her like what and she starts crying because she knows and she was like um can somebody please drive me home i want to be with my family i was like damn so she knows she's like literally telling him me too bomb everything everything like me and you like man that shit was that i I what can you say it's like i mean I don't even know if I could have done that. She she was brave as fuck. I don't know if I could be like, all right, you got to bomb everybody, including me, including you. Make sure nothing gets the fuck out. Like, for real. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could have done that. I've been like, okay, you got to bomb mm-hmm. everything in here, but I got to go. That's what I'm saying. Most, most disaster movies that we see that start out with something like that, people are always trying to save themselves, their families. And it's like, 
I don't know, I started thinking about our discussion on the first episode about how, you know, it's like the bread, the bread products, the gluten products, like these are the things that people are eating and it's probably helping them spread. Now, knowing that this actually like may have originated in a bread factory, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. hmm. Her saying that. Her thinking. And, and, and their flour meal in Jakarta is the largest which is why it could spread over to the states in all the states world like literally Mm -hmm. like that already done that that scene reminded me of like the opening scene in the movie outbreak where dustin hoffman and morgan freeman went in to see what happened then they left they're like we're gonna drop it we'll be right back then the plane flew with the big bomb and they were like, yeah, they're coming back. And they dropped the bomb and the doctor was like, oh, fuck. And it like blew up like the whole little yep. town. Like I was like, oh, damn, yep. that's some. But yeah, I mean, I, I but it's like now you like, what else can you do? There's nothing, literally nothing else you can do. I mean, they, they she was trying to stop it. But at that point, like we said, if it was if it originated in the bread factory, there's nothing i mean she probably kept it from getting worse in jakarta but it probably wouldn't have made any difference if it's already all over the world yeah yeah it's already on cargo ships people eating a cereal it's done right (laughs) i'm eating my cereal in oklahoma exactly your biscuit your peanut butter and jelly your your pasta in your, your pasta in Italy, in your in your porridge in London, like everywhere, everybody's eating yeah. some form of grain or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wontons, wontons in Japan, it's like everything. It's like all that. Just mm-hmm. oh. But that's why they were making such a not necessarily a big deal, but that's why they kept stressing the pancakes in the first episode because she wanted to make pancakes. He didn't buy the pancake mix, and then when Tommy comes over, he's like, "I thought we were pancakes." I was like, what's the, he said he didn't even like pancakes. So why are you trying to fix them? Yeah, they're trying to show us. He was supposed to get the cake and he forgot to get the cake. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So everything that could have helped them turn into whatever. And the first time we see the next door neighbor, she, he's shoving biscuits. And And you know, they're homemade biscuits and they're homemade biscuits too. Mm -hmm. Because if, if, um, her daughter up there making oatmeal, ra- homemade oatmeal cookies, cookies. raisins, oatmeal raisin. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness she didn't like oatmeal raisin. She yeah. wanted chocolate chip. So again, it's like all of these references to food in the first episode. Now that we know kind of what may be the start of this, you go back and you look at everything. You like, man, they were literally, they were being Neo in the Matrix. They were dodging all. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, oh, bread here? Nope. Mm-mm. Bread there? Oh, nope. Mm-mm. But it's so wild because I, uh, again, like I said, I would have never thought of something like that. But again, that that's the whole point that um, John Hanna's character was making in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a viral thing that takes us out. No, it's going to be, it's going to be fungus watch it's gonna be fungus and everybody's laughing the host is laughing the uh christopher Heyerdahl's doctor character is looking at him like did you really just say that out loud yes he did and he was right i just kind of wonder like 
where is that doctor now? I don't know if we'll see him again, but I just want to know where is he now? And was he around when all of this went off? Like, was he sitting in the house? Like, I told y'all, I, I told y'all this shit forty yeah. years ago. Sitting somewhere eating, eating. He's being his like. Sitting somewhere eating, eating like beef and chicken and everything but grain. Like he's sitting there eating like yeah. leafy greens and like I ain't, I ain't touching the grains. Jello. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Right. Okay, so Wait, before before we go, go to... on, this is my favorite part of the episode. Okay, no, there's different favorite parts. But like I said last week, I love when I get the when, where, how, and they gave me another section of that. So I'm not questioning mm-hmm. anything. Now I got the beginning origin. I don't know who bit her. At this point, I don't really care. It came right. from the factory somewhere. But I got the origin mm-hmm. of this story and I'm excited. You gave me the scientist from last week. You gave me the <laughs> scientist this happy. week. That's all I need. I don't need anything else now. That's it. Stop lying. I mean, I know Stop everything lying. now. You know, I got it. Okay, how Fedra got started, but that's another, you know, how we got to that situation. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to our trio of travelers joel tess and ellie Mm. (laughs) so they have stopped overnight and i tell you watching this episode and watching the dynamic between these three is very interesting because again joel and tess now that they know that ellie has been bitten they stayed up all night to watch her to try to make sure she wasn't gonna you know turn or whatever and it's so funny because when she turns around and she looks at them, she's like, oh, okay. They start asking questions and, you know, they're asking her like, why are you so important? What, why was Marlene, you know, keeping an infected kid? And she was like, I'm not infected. And I think also, um, Anthony, I know we were talking in the last episode about whether or not she was immune or not. They have actually said that she is immune. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, they have mentioned that. Um, I think they mentioned it maybe a few times in this episode. But I was like, okay, so it is, I guess, some sort of immunity. Or at least maybe that's just what they're thinking at this point. Because there is a there is an instance in the episode where she is, I don't know if she was bitten or if she was scratched. Because it didn't look like she was bitten. Like a scratch, that, yeah. that, that little, yeah, it looks more like a scratch. It was too small, but you know, they traveled for a while after it and it had no effect on her. So I don't know, maybe she does have some kind of immunity um, to it, but they're sitting there and the dynamic between them is so funny because when she leaves to go, you know, to go take a piss, Tess and Joel are sitting there discussing, okay, well, you know, what happens if, you know, Joel is like, let's go back. Let's just, let's just take her back. Let's let's go back to the quarantine zone. We will figure something else out. And and Tess is like, no, this is the best way for us to get everything we need. Not just the battery, but I think Marlene promised them trucks. She promised them weapons. She promised them, you know, ration, basically everything that they would need to continue on their trek. And Tess is like, no, we're not giving that up. We just got to keep her. We just got to keep her safe and get her wherever she has to go. Now it's funny because. When Ellie comes back and Tess is trying to find out what the deal is, 
Ellie is kind of getting a little smart mouth as she does in throughout the whole two episodes we've seen her. But Tess gets on her level. She's like, look, little girl, let me talk to you like an adult. Joel and I are not good people. <laughs> you might want to tell us what's going on. Where are we taking you? What's out west? I like that, that line. She, I think I, I'm paraphrasing. She's like, you're obviously valuable, but we need to know how valuable you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she's basically, look, we're not good people. We're doing this for us to get the things that we need, but we can't know how valuable you are until we know what what's going on. And, um, you know, Ellie makes this smart ass comment about, oh, you mean so you can get your battery? She said, oh, you heard that? Yeah. She said, well, you must have also heard he wants to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie was just kind of like, oh. And it's just so, it's funny watching this dynamic because Tess does come off like she is the tough one in this situation. Like she's telling Ellie, okay, look, we're not playing no games with you. We are only doing this to get what we want. And then we'll be done with you. But then she spends the rest of the episode, I feel like Ellie starts bringing out a little bit of Tess's softer side. And I don't know if that's something that was intentional, but you kind of notice it because at the beginning, Tess treats her like, okay, you are just a means to an end. But she takes the time throughout the entire episode to explain things to Ellie because again Ellie has never been outside the wall she doesn't know about what's going on she doesn't know about the buildings all this other stuff and she literally is taking time to explain things to her when they are in the building um at the top of the building and they see all of the affected in the street that are kind of just there okay and I I gotta say this and it's even happening now when I saw all those affected in the street when I say my skin started crawling, it just, uh, and then yes. the way that they were kind of moving the as the sun oh my God. was moving, I was just like, even now my skin is crawling. It was just, I was like, oh, that was another pause moment. Again, took, t- took two hours to watch this episode. And to learn how they communicate with each other, I'm like, really? Uh-uh. So we can't go nowhere, girl, nowhere. When she told her that she was like, because when they were moving together, Ellie said something about they're connected to each other. And Tess was like, more than, you know, the fungus grows underground. And if you step on it, it communicates anywhere that it touches. So you can step on a piece of the fungus you can step on the root of the fungus and it'll wake up infected a mile away i was like mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. no take me back to the quarantine zone i don't want no parts of this none period so like i said they're, they're, as they're walking you know they're showing oh wait 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 before before we leave that part shout out to marlena for giving giving Ellie a fucking chicken sandwich and to, to take with her. I was like, what the fuck? How does she stay over there eating eat the like tearing pieces beef, of jerky beef off? Jerky. Dried beef jerky. And she's over there like unwrapping the sandwich and being like, mmm, like basically doing a damn Chick-fil-A commercial. I'm like, Chick-fil-A is everywhere. Like it's like the blessed chicken survives the survives the worldwide pandemic. Like how the fuck does that happen? Right. Like how you get chickens in an area that's been bombed because of course we see the crater from when the bomb 
uh was dropped but you know what was it ellie said uh, marlene said they smuggle them in yeah i'm like they have to they sit over here eating beef jerky just like piece by piece and ellie's over there like <laughs> first of all who's making bread right now like why and how are they and why are they trusting bread why are they trusting it well here's the thing if they what if they don't know that that's what caused it but again ellie is immune so a sandwich wouldn't wouldn't bother her that's another thing that they're showing us like she is eating sandwich with a with bread and everybody else with this dried beef jerky i don't know if i necessarily buy it because because the the doctor in Indonesia knew that it was the grain that was that was helping it grow. So there were there have to be other doctors. The, that can't be the only doctor in the world that knows that's how it, it can incubate and spread. There have to be other at least well, there have to be more doctors that know that and tell people like, okay, stop fucking eating bread until further notice because this just fucking up. This just fucked up right now. But if they don't know where it started, I mean, think about it. What did she tell them to do? bomb the city right you really think they're gonna pass out the information that oh yeah by the way these things are gonna be running around biting people because they got a hold to some bad bread no. you think they're really gonna know what, what, I'm, what i'm saying is that is it's not logical to think that there's only one person smart enough to figure that out there has to be at least there has to be another scientist out there smart enough to figure that out. Though, I mean, no, I, and I understand what you're saying, but you have to think about this. From Jakarta to Austin, Texas, that was 48 hours. Was it? yeah, 48 hours, September 24th to September 26th. They started hearing the information about what's going on in Jakarta that morning. By 2 a.m. that evening, all radio broadcasts stopped all tv broadcasts stop so how are you going to pass along the information and chances are most of the doctors most of the scientists if they can't contain it if it starts spreading what do they do the military probably going to go after those doctors be like oh okay you know what let's go on ahead and take care of y'all too i mean we know that they have doctors in the um safe zone or in the the um outpost of the base that they're trying to get Ellie to but I mean think about it most of the times especially what we've seen you you've seen it in the stand we see it in the walking dead we see it in other um shows where something like this kind of takes over and eliminates what 75 90 percent of the population you're only going to have a handful of doctors that are actually going to be around and the ones that we do have in this show are probably where they're trying to take ellie but if all communication or most communication stopped how are they going to get that information around even if they know that's what it is because most of the people at that point they're already panicked they're already in the streets and you saw what happened just that night everybody's sitting in traffic trying to get out and you try to go through a town, here comes, you know, the running infected here, and here comes more running infected there, and you got planes crashing. I just don't know how they would get that information out so quickly. They wouldn't, but over time, because it's been 20 years, so over time, scientists would just try to figure out the origins, and they would have figured out where it began and how it spread. So 20 years later, they're probably making 
the wheat differently because they know what to look for. Because you got to think 20 years later, because clearly they have already looked into if there's a vaccine or um, something that we can do. So they have already. Well, I mean, they're been working on. They've been working on a cure for twenty years and haven't come up with anything yet. Right, because they know they can't. Because it's no cure, so they know that. But so at the same point, you have to realize that they figured out where it began for twenty years. If you said five years, that's a no. You said ten years, a no. But by twenty years, you should I know, have. I guess- there's great scientists. Because a lot of things that we come up with has already been looked at and experimented on and all that. They have done experiment on these um, clickers. They have done a whole lot of things. So they know they came up with a testing system. But they're still time. clickers. They're, it's well, you can't spreading. do nothing about the clickers. There's no, you can't do but nothing about it. what I'm saying it. is there, there, there's, no, there's no cure. No, They've there's been not. working on this for... They've been working on this for 20 years. But you're still you going to work on is... it. You're still going to try. You're still going to see if things change, if it has any mutations, if the mutations can lead to a cure. Because over time, it is going to mutate. So and... they're still going to work on it. You shouldn't stop working on it. No, Just and, I'm, and, no and cure, I understand that. Stop. But what I'm saying is, at this point, you should have already isolated. Oh, this is what causes this. And if you have that information, even with the the networks that they have, yeah, they don't have TV, they don't have radio. I mean, yeah, well, that kind of radio. They have the broadband radios that they're using. Mm -hmm. Pass this information along. Stop. I mean, everybody is eating off of rations now. Why does bread still exist if that's the case? Because the elite has bread. Elite has (laughs) bread. Elite has chicken smuggling in. The rest of them are eating beef jerky they eat eating soil and green so that's what the lower people are doing <laughs> green is deep. i don't know you better see but then you gotta be, you gotta be careful with people you eat though because you know you might get you might get an affected right. person then you then you're back to where you started so it's like fuck. but the shit. high military people they're having french toast they having tofu chicken real chicken but that's chicken. my point the military, if nobody else know, if Joe and Tess and the other, you know, peasants, if they don't know that this started with bread, the military would know. Right. So why are y'all still eating this shit? Because it may still- not be in the bread anymore. Because it, and one thing that I have read, the reason why they came up with that year, that was the hottest year on the planet. So that started the mutation and the growing. So it may have changed over time. It may not be in the weed anymore. It mm. just, that was its home at the time and how it spread. Doesn't mean it continued. And then you know how mm. to grow it differently. But since you grow it differently, you can only grow it for the special people. You can't grow it for everybody. But what, my question is, where the hell are you going to grow it if they bombed all the major cities? Like if all of them are looking mm. like that. You find we're, a way. we're asking real, we're asking real, real questions. Like real yeah. questions that... <laughs> How many times on this show do I have to tell you that writers, as good as they can be, they don't think things all the way through. They don't ask these questions. It's just, oh, they thought, oh, it would be cool that she did a sandwich in front of Joe and Tess, but they don't think about, well, people are going to ask questions. What's she getting bread? And maybe they did, because next week, when someone talk about bread, they're like, hell no, we can't eat bread no more. You know what happened to us 20 <laughs> right, years ago. Exactly. And then they're going to be looking at her like, why which, is she able which, to eat which, bread which constantly? Which the question, right? 
who is making bread for her to eat if she's the only person that can eat it? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, when, when we look at and it, it if, like, and, I'm just and saying. if you are making bread just for her, right? Who has the gall to touch the flour to make the bread? I don't know. I'm I don't just, know. Or inhale it. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. so, I mean, I'm just saying. Writers don't always, always think things the way that we think about things. They thought of a cool scene to have. But they didn't think about all the questions that will come up around this girl. That people like us would right. <laughs> right. But we have to have, just like how we have, like, don't eat the lettuce now because the lettuce has something. Don't eat the tomato now. This, the tomatoes have something. This right. Don't eat the cow. The get next bad cow year, disease. Like, right. But then, like, the next year, the new group is fine. The new growth is fine. The new, so you just got to think it was just that year. It wasn't the year before, it wasn't the year after. It was just that year. If I just watched Nana put a whole bunch of things inside someone's mouth, and you tell me that that came from flour, I don't care how many I'm years touching. later. I don't care how many Cook. years later we are. I ain't touching the flour. Correct. No bread, no pasta, no cereal. They were, eating, they were eating stuff out of people's like homes, like cereal. and So you still have like the afterthoughts, but 20 years later, we know now to like grow that shit in the lab, all our veggies for the rich people, and everybody else eat beef jerky. They could grow it hydroponically. I mean, you know, they're they're they can. I mean, did you okay? Come on now, does this look like a world where they're doing hydroponics? Why not? Hey, the next look, episode, look, he's over, getting, he's, over getting, he's getting oxy and hydro from Atlanta. I mean, why can't he get hydro? If, right. if they had your plants, they wouldn't be needing the ration. But, but why are we making? Why are we, we still making some painkillers? Why are we making painkillers? Because who freaking cares now about painkillers? I'm trying to survive clickers. No, I'm just trying to let the days pass gently and softly. Well, then grow some marijuana. <laughs> exactly. You, you you can. I mean, you grow some marijuana and some marijuana, some wheat and some rice, and you'll be you'll be set for life in them of them. Just all your little cash props right there against the wall. (laughs) Because she ate a sandwich that was made out of bread. That's why we're on this conversation. That's why we're here. That is true. I mean, but it's a good point. It's like, you know, where the fuck she get that damn bread from? And why the fuck is she eating it? I mean, we understand that she's immune, that it's not going to do anything to her. That's fine. But it's like, the person who made the bread is not immune. Period. They're not immune. That's not her problem. Unless she made it herself. Did That's have not a problem. She ain't got to worry about that shit. <laughs> Mayo. <laughs> Tomato, chicken, lettuce, all the good stuff. On she ain't worry about nobody making mayo 20 years after the world falls apart. Yeah, I mean, you mean <laughs> think about how, how expensive eggs are now. Damn, how expensive do you think they are now? Are then? Shit. No, they slaughtered the chickens to make sandwiches. That's, that's true, yeah. For, for, for her. For immune, for immune people to go to travel across the city. Yeah, that makes this perfect is, sense. This have, shoot, I can have a chicken and I can have eggs all the time, but you're going to kill the chicken for one sandwich. Hey, <laughs> got to do what you got to do, man. Okay, we've we spent oh, entirely too much time on the sandwich. I'm we, sorry. We, I asked we did. That's Mike's fault. Mike was the one who brought It was a great I, I scene. I'm sorry. It was it was cool as shit. She just she just magically whipped out a fucking chicken sandwich out of nowhere when they're over there like gnawing on bark on um, basically <laughs> and tree bark and shit. She's just like blissfully. she's like mm, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me 
ass was like, is that chicken? I would have been asking, what is, is that, that bread? Why, bread? Why did you bring his bread near us? Get away. Wait, I guess you know, how she, what she offered him some. She was like, once and they were like, no. You, you, this is kind of off the subject. You remember a movie called The Stuff back in the day? The Stuff? Yeah, it was it was a yogurt that had mutated and people oh were eating God. it. <laughs> uh-uh. It's very similar to this story. And then they were trying to get other people to eat it. And it was doing, yeah. Look it up. It's called the stuff. Okay, I'll look it up. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like I like we were talking about before, um Tess is she's telling Ellie like all of this information, like she explains about how the, the fungus grows underground and how, if you touch it, like you can touch here and it'll wake up infected like a mile away. And I was like, Oh, she is telling her that for a reason. I'm not ready for it. No, not at all. I'm not ready for it again, two hours to watch this. (laughs) So, so anyway, they realize that where they see all of these infected that we were talking about, is the quote-unquote long way that they were supposed to be trying to go in order to get where they needed to get outside of the city so they can't go in that direction obviously so now they have to go the quote-unquote short way which is supposed to be more dangerous and they go through a museum now i'm gonna tell y'all now this museum when they first walked up nope and you see all of the pretty scary looking fungus on the door absolutely the like, fuck not no way in we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna take the extra long way no absolutely the fuck not mm-hmm. ain't no way in hell i would have walked through there and i mean ellie said it too she was like you gotta be ki- you gotta be fucking kidding me that's the other thing that was funny about this episode she really likes the f word yes yeah, she does yeah because how many times did she drop the F-bomb in this episode? I almost feel like we need to make a drinking game out of it, but I feel like we would all I gotta have work tomorrow. alcohol I can't be poisoning like by the end of the episode. Uh-uh. But yeah, she was yeah, 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 she the mouth on her, but it's like, who's going to check her? It's like, that's, that's the least of your problems. That's basically... Exactly. <laughs> like her saying, her saying fuck exactly. like 25 times. It's like, okay, whatever. I mean, shit. We got we got fucking fungus head fungus head is zomb- clicking zombies chasing us and shit. And, mm-hmm. But the thing that grossed me out, of course, you know, you have the fungus on the the walls and you've got it on the ground. When Joel went over there and started touching it, again, pause the TV. I was like, why is he? And I was literally doing this because my skin is crawling. Why is he touching? Literally, right after, fungus? right after we found out that. They can that they can sense that if you touch it, they can find you. That I'm like, part. why are you touching, touching it? <laughs> like, well, no, what? The- and I mean, I guess he's been around it long enough to know when it's still active and when it's dry. Because as he says, he goes over, he touches it, and then he kind of breaks some of it apart with his gun. And he was like, yeah, it's bone dry, meaning it's not active, but still, it's it's like, why would you why would you do that? But <laughs> What did he say? It could mean they're all finally dead in there. So that means that there are, you know, the the reanimated, which we later find out they call them clickers. But I'm not trying. No, 
like you said, Mike, I'll take the long, long way around. Or maybe, yeah, it's time to take our ass back to the to the quarantine zone. Cause mm-mm. and then when they walked in this place, dude, I was like pausing my TV every two minutes, like, mm-mm. There's no way. They're walking up them steps and it's like just like dead desiccated bodies all up the steps. I was like Over. Bruh. Not just the desiccated bodies. You've got all of the gross mm-hmm. stuff from the fungus. You know what it reminds me of? Um, and my mind just went blank. David Duchovny and Orlando Jones. Oh, oh evolution. Oh, evolution. Yes. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Looking at all of those things, I was like, who, who's going through that? And then as they're going up the steps, there's something going on upstairs and you see all like dust coming down. I was like, something is about to come down on y'all's heads. Y'all need to get the fuck out. You forgot something. When they found- Yeah, they found the body. The fresh body. The fresh body. Okay, oh, at that yeah, point, it's like- They've been ripped apart. Be like, okay. Exactly. Yeah, because be Kelly was like- what did this? And it was like maybe it was. She was like, I, I, I've been attacked by one of these, and they didn't. This is not what they do. So at that point, Joe was like, "We're not gonna whisper. We're gonna be silent." And he looked at Ellie. He was like, "Silence." Silence. She was like, I, "Silent." I mean, this. I was like, "Yeah, he's falling back into that parental role real quick." Because he was like, "Don't you say a word." Like, he's like a black mom in there. Don't you say nothing. Don't you touch nothing. Don't you do nothing. Just no. Nah. Oh my god, man! And then, then Ellie steps on someone's hand, like snaps the arm. I was like, "Oh god damn!" Here we go. Another pause to the TV. Because I was just waiting for something to start chasing them, and I mean. The way that the fungus is on the stairs, it's not like you can really run. You don't have a clear path. I mean, there was one part of the stairs when they had to come to the top. It was covered in nothing but all of that mess. So if they get chased at this point, they just, they're done. They are done. Well, maybe, well, no, because even Ellie, what was it? Tess said, she was like, you might be immune, but you're not immune from being torn apart. True that. Man, I was looking at this. I was like, uh, mm." another thing we don't even think about that I said when we were watching it. Okay, it's been like 20 years. It's been no maintenance on buildings. So they come in apart too. So you step on the stairs, right. you hear crick, crick, crick. I'm like, oh, stuff is gonna fall apart in the midst of you trying to run away. Heck yeah, you're gonna fall. Something's either gonna fall on you, or you're gonna fall through something. I was like, why mm-hmm. I'm, I'm surprised it didn't fall through the floor, to be honest. Like, yeah, me too. Right. But you notice when they're going up the steps right before they get to that section that's completely overgrown, the stairs going up. They're completely clear. Like the railings have fungus on it and the walls have fungus, but the steps, I'm looking at it right now. The steps are completely clear. I found that very strange. Like you you get to walk up these stairs and nothing is impeding you. And then all of a sudden you got the you got a, a forest full of fungus that's just there. It, it, yes, it looks like the, the stuff in evolution. Mm. That's what it looks like. 
so it's I feel like like they're they're pulling influences from all these different things like oh yeah we've got the creatures from the black pearl and we've got the the little tentacles from evolution and who knows what else is in there but and we got heads of lettuce from the garden walking around with like you know, attacking us and shit like. <laughs> I don't know if I will ever eat a, a, and I don't know mm. do they look more like lettuce or cabbage I, I'm gonna have some issues. Michelle is sitting there holding her mouth like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, like, damn. Like, who, I got. I mean, you got. Like you got to shout. You got to shout out the the makeup people because you look at them, you're just like, that shit looks scary as fuck. But that they looks did good. a phenomenal job. That shit looks really fucking and, good. And the director said, and like the director notes that they play after the episode, he said before we ever shot a scene the special effects people had to come in they had to make sure that the clickers were right he was like we got to make sure that what's in the game mm-hmm. is what's there oh not the director knows but um the showrunner and the the two guys who run the show they're the ones who created the game so they know better than anyone what this what this world is supposed to look like what these creatures are supposed to look like I don't know what's wrong with them that they had to imagine that these creatures look like food that we ingest, but it's like, okay, you already given us a story right. where food that we eat causes these little tentacly things to come out your mouth. And now you got creatures walking around looking like lettuce heads or like, what was it you said, Anthony, broccoli or what? Broccoli. Heads of broccoli. I already uh-huh. don't like to eat vegetables as it is. You really think I'm about to eat some after this? No. Did you have you? Uh, have you seen? There's, there's a TikTok I saw today where they split the scene where she walked across the board. They showed that scene in the game and in and on the series, and it's like they were going mm. word for word, like it, they, it yeah. matched up perfectly. I was like, okay, yeah, they they put some work in. That was really impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like, they did. But I like that the way that they're doing. Yeah, I'm. I'm look. The stairs. It looks like they're in a cabbage patch right now. <laughs> with, 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 with a hand kind of sticking out there. And you got a, a, a few little mushrooms. But that's what it looks like. It looks like a cabbage, uh, a patch of cabbage, cabbage in a kids. garden. See, I, I was thinking of aliens and how they have to walk by the pods without making sounds. So that, that's what made, it made me think. It, it brought that to my mind. And they hard to kill. Oh, girl, I was like, headshot, headshot. They can do a headshot and they still come. And I was like, wait, what the? What? I was looking at that. I was like, I don't want to play this game because I'll just get frustrated. It's like, I hit him five times. He still killed me. Like, fuck this game. I'm like, no, I would turn it off. But yeah, it's like, then I guess the, the fungus is like nigh bulletproof. Like, that's like, fuck. Like he had to get right up close to him to blow his brains out, like really close. I guess because you can't see, I, I, it's hard, and they moving all freaky. So, okay, so in, let, in the game, I know we're jumping a little bit, but here, but we we, we got to talk about the way these things move. Oh, what the hell? Right, because it's the it's the it's the fungus taking over. You know what it reminded me of? Like puppets. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like the mummies in in Moon Knight. When they were in the sarcophagus, when they were in the pyramid, mm-hmm. and the, and the, mm-hmm. the pyramid, yes. they were doing, and they were doing the same clicking thing in the and almost the same movements too. 
Because it's so weird because when they move, it's it's not just the clicking coming from their mouths. When their body moves, you hear this clicking. I was like, "Mm -mm, I'm sorry, just gone ahead, kill me now. I'm not, I'm no. There is no way in absolute hell I would survive in this world. Uh No, absolutely not. I, I haven't played the game, but I think I'll ask Carlos this, but I think in the game, in these scenes when you're trying to hide from them or not make sounds, mm-hmm. but if they catch you, it's a one-hit kill. Like, they kill you instantaneously. Oh, I believe it. I don't Have it. you seen the way when well, they were trying to evade them, just the way that they came through, and it was so weird, because when when they hurt the first one and they're like trying to see it, I was like, why the fuck are y'all not turning your flashlights off? Why is your flashlight still on? You're going to, you're going to lead them right to them. And then that's when we find out, you know, Joel tells Ellie, he was like, they can't see, but they can hear us. And she's sitting there trying to hold her breath. And I was like, she's going to make a noise. She's going to make a noise because you see that all the time in horror films you got people hiding they're supposed to be quiet and they're (laughs) like dude i understand that you are not used to cardio but i need you to shut the fuck up ladies why are you making this noise no and then you know it's like as soon as they move it's like as soon as you move they still step on something i'm like oh my god but the other thing that I was wondering about when that thing came into the room, the way that Ellie kind of closed her eyes and was like trying to steady her breathing, I was wondering if she could feel them. Hmm. I thought that too. Be- because the way she was reacting, it was kind of like she was scared that they would know that she was there because she, you know, she does have the bite. She may not be infected, but there may be a part of that still living in her. I, I think Mike, uh, not Mike, Anthony, I think you were talking about that in the last episode, or was it Lord? So one of you guys were saying it where she might have been fully taken over and like the thing is actually still living in her, but she's for some reason she's able to control it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and she has to be I, infected because when they give her the test, it's showing up red. So she has signatures in herself that she was infected. Mm-hmm. So something there. Something. Something. And that's for you why to I test, like when to test was... negative, I mean, pe- uh-huh. test positive. Right. Test positive. Because when she was sitting there, she was looking. It's, it's just kind of like the way she slowly closed her eyes. It's like when you're in a horror film or when you're in a suspense film, when people close their eyes like that, they know something is coming up behind them. They know something is coming around the corner. They know they're about to get caught. And I felt like that's what she was doing. And it was kind of like when the thing started walking past her, that's when she opened her, her eyes and she kind of took that, that it wasn't really loud, but it was enough for that thing to turn around. And I'm telling you, when that thing turned around, I paused my TV again. <laughs> I did a lot. I'm telling you, two hours to watch this episode. I kept pausing. I think at this point, 
when all this started going on and they're fighting and they're running from I paused it for like 10 minutes I had to go fix me something to eat I was like I can't mm -mm. I gotta I gotta get up and move because I'm antsy I can't mm -mm, mm -mm. and then like you said Michelle they're shooting it and nothing is happening yep I'm sorry because that last one he shot close to the head in the head and then it was the third one that got him in the head I believe but it, I mean it was and twice then, and then the other one I think he shot it Tess hit it in the head with an axe and it was still going yeah that's what I'm talking about and then he shot yeah. it twice again afterwards so man <sighs> Bro, I'm telling you, I know survive. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you gotta get, gotta get it up. I know that uh, survival is supposed to be the name of the game. Mm -mm. I would not. I well, would not. That's why I'm not leaving the QC. I'm sorry. I wouldn't nope. be leaving quarantine zone. I guess I could see Michelle as the as the guard that's like talking to us, talking to the little girl, and she's a positive like. Okay, I'm gonna get you some toys and all this other stuff. You're gonna take a little nappy time. It's gonna be okay. I could just, I, I could see you doing that part, like, like wholeheartedly. Like some cheesecake before you go. <laughs> Here, have a chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want some French toast? <laughs> Extra syrup. And I'll be great at my job because I am not leaving the zone. I'm sorry, I'm not leaving the city. I'm not going out there. I'm not looking for nobody. If they want to leave, let them leave. Right, right. But these, uh, these clickers. So when, of course, like I said, they they make a noise. I think what I think what it was, they heard the noise. Two of them started coming in the room. Then Ellie, you know, she did that loud breath, took that loud breath, and then they all get separated, trying to find it. Now we see Joe find Ellie, and he's like, "Okay, come on, come on, let's get away from it." And he steps on a piece of glass when that thing jumped over the fucking table. Got both of them. Pause. On the pause. No. I'm not ready for this <laughs> shit. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I I let out a yelp. I was like, nope, nope, not doing this right now. Mm -mm. I was like, of all people, I was like, your ass, your ass, Mr. 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 Dead Silence, Mr. Shh, Mr. Stop, don't say anything. Watch where you step. Mr. Watch where you step. You're going to step on some glass, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. And, he, and even he was looking like, the fuck? <sighs> uh, you the main one. But yeah, he start, when he started fighting that thing and that thing jumped over the table, I was like, who, like, I need to know what dark recesses of somebody's mind, like, how disturbed do you have to be to come up with this shit? Mm -mm. That thing was gross. And yeah, and even that one, he shoots it once. It gets back up. He shoots it. I think he shoots it. Oh, no, that's when. Uh, Yeah, no, actually, he shoots it one, two. He shoots it three times. Before it finally dies. And then here comes the other one running towards him. And that's when Tess gets it. And we see Tess. And I, I'm, I'm telling y'all, 
I knew when Tess came back in the room, I was like, mm -mm, Tess been gone too long. Yeah, I had a feeling that she been bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When she was limping, like, oh, I twisted my ankle. Kathy mm -hmm. mm. was like, she got bit on her ankle. Yeah, she bit on her ankle. Yeah, but, because we, you know, when, he, when he was like taping her ankle, and, he was, and she was like, no, let me get it. I'll get it. It's like she didn't want him to touch her. Like, like huh? Mm -hmm. Really? But I, I, I found the parallel interesting because in the first episode, you have Sarah who has the twisted ankle. Right. And Joel is trying to convince the soldier, hey, we're not sick. We're not sick. And then in this episode, you see the same situation with somebody else that Joel cares about. She twists her ankle, but she's also been bit. And I was just like, that's so shitty. <laughs> that's so shitty. Y'all could, y'all could have, yeah. But when, when Tess, when she sits down on the thing and she's like, talking about her ankle and when joel is sitting there um he he's basically being negative about the whole thing she was like look can you just take Be like positive. when she snapped at him i was like oh yeah she's dying yeah she was she's dying i was like she don't want to hear none of his negativity because I, I think in her mind she'd be like i'm dying for nothing if you don't believe in this if you can't if you can't finish this if you can't do this then I'll have died for nothing. And that's how that's how I really feel that that was. Were we talking last time about how this seems like the the Velociraptor scene in Jurassic Park? Uh yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah, I was I it's instantly flashback to I was like, oh hell no. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of parallels from even the first episode because that happened with the um with the infected running after them in that diner mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. lots of parallels mm -hmm. poor test though but you know they get you know they keep they keep going they come to i guess this is the outpost that they're supposed to be going to mm -hmm. and um there's a truck outside, but there's nobody in it. There's nobody guarding anything. So, of course, they're all kind of skittish. Like, okay, so what the hell is going on here? And Joel goes over to the truck. You know, he tries to check it out. And again, there's nobody in the truck. There's a little bit of blood, but it's just, it's not anything that that's like, okay, these people are gone. Let's just go. He goes around to the back of the truck. He checks the truck. There's nothing in there. And there, him and Tess are sitting there trying to figure out what's going on. And then Ellie is looking at the ground. She was like, um, yeah, they went in there because you see all the blood. I was like, okay, this is not going to, uh, this is not going to end well, I don't think. But when they get inside, everybody who was there has been slaughtered like bloodbath and they figure out what happened is that one of the people got bit he probably attacked some of the other ones they all started fighting each other and like uh tess said they they all fought each other and no one won he said that the healthy ones fought the sick ones mm -hmm. yeah and nobody won and nobody won 
but inside you see gas you know they have gas drums they have weapons i don't know if those were weapons but you see you see the crates and i thought that was they were weapons but you don't see them really take anything out because tess is just trying to figure out she was like nope some we can't have come this far for nothing and it's the way that she's reacting that really solidified it for me that she Mm -hmm. had been bit because she's upset she's like she's short and then when joe was like let's just call this what it is let's call it a a loss and go home and she was like that's not my home i was like oh Mm -hmm. okay (sighs) and i think at that point that's when ellie was like a bitch she's bit right Mm-hmm. Or even when she was dragging her, she dragged her into the building too. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Pushed her inside. Yeah. Because yeah. I think she she didn't want to, again, she doesn't want to think that her getting bit and what she's about to go through was for nothing. And then not only that, but just in the conversation that they have after that, you realize that Tess is using this mission as her shot at redemption for whatever it is that she and joe did and she talks about that you know towards the end once they realize that she has been bitten and she's trying to convince joe she was like you got to keep going you got to keep her safe you got to get her there like this this potential cure thing is real she is real you know because joe is he's not really believing it he was like yeah we've heard rumors about a cure for years they've never found one they never found a vaccine it's it's just not going to happen and Tess is like no it has to happen you have to make it happen she was like I don't ask anything of you and then she starts listing the things she was like I never asked you this and I never asked you to feel the same way he was like Tess she was like shut up because I ain't got long to live I was like oh she about to get it all out okay but yeah what happens is one of the infected or one of the guys that's dead in there he starts moving and they realize that i i don't know if it was that he wasn't quite dead yet or if he was starting to reanimate but they shoot him and he had started crawling and once they kill him you start seeing the little tendrils coming up from the ground and everybody's sitting there looking like here we go oh yes and they showed like how fast that shit happens it's like the tendrils came up and touched him then they went up and touched someone else and he was like and everybody's like and it was that whole crowd of uh of infected that they saw outside of the hotel i was like "Mm mm-mm because if you remember from the first episode, these fuckers run like the World War Z zombies. Fast. They fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, Mm-mm. and then when Joe goes to the door, you can even hear them from the distance. That's how many there were. He's like, um, yeah, we probably got a minute. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'm, I'm going to ask this question. I, this has always been my concern with watching The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead and now this. We never know when someone get bitten. 
So are like literally like when they get bitten, do they just move their clothes aside for them? I'm conf- I'm confused because they will so, have on a shirt, two coats, a scarf, a book bag. We can't see nothing. They got to pull away every piece for us to see that they have a they have been bitten with blood too. Like it's not even going through the clothes. So you remember I had that concern about The Walking Dead in the last episode because of where Rosita, Uh quote unquote, was bit. Because I told you I saw a promotional image where it looked like she was scratched and not bit. Everybody keeps saying she was bit. So I'm like, okay, that's what y'all saying. I'm gonna go with it. But the way that she fell and she had on a hoodie. How did, how did that walker get, like, literally the bite was on the back of her shoulder. How would that have happened? I just don't see how, how that would have happened. Same here with Tess. Even though I think hers might be a little bit more explainable because her jacket is open, her shirt is not buttoned all the way to the top. So if she was tussling with the thing, it, it was fell easy. on top of her. It could have fallen on top of her right there and bit her. Hers is at least a little bit more believable. You know? I'll go with so, that. Yeah, I, but I just want to see, I just want to see something like they went through the, the clothes a little bit. A lot of times it's not, the clothes don't even have like tears in them because, you know, they, they teeth could be sharp. You know what I'm saying? You get bitten by a lion. It's going through your coats. It's going through your, your sweatshirt. I just want to. Well, the thing about hers, like. She does have blood on, on this shoulder, the shoulder where she was bit. There is blood on her jacket. And she's also still wearing her book bag. And that's the hard so, part. It's like, okay. That could be covering whatever tears in her clothes or whatever. But again, I feel like because her clothes are a lot more loose that she probably fell. The thing fell on top of her. Chomp, chomp. Game over. So I, I really think that that's probably what happened. But, you know, once they realize that the infected are coming, she starts moving into action. She starts knocking over drums, you know, the gas drum. She's letting the gas out. And they're trying to figure out, like, what you doing? She was like, I'm buying you some time. And she goes to Joe. She was like, save as many as you can. You know, she was like, make this make sense. Use it to make up for all the evil things that we have done. And I'm saying like, to know what kind of evil you and joel did because there's there's a difference between saying we're not good people and looking at yourself as being evil and having done evil i need to know what y'all did see it's just like budapest with hawkeye and um, black widow it's like you know there's something that happened and you're like what the fuck happened because you know, we still mm-hmm. kind of don't know we know a little bit but we really don't know most oh no we know about what happened with natasha yeah yes that's true yeah we we know i I mean that's why she was always talking about the red and her ledger you know because she as far as she knew she killed somebody's daughter and she was forever trying to work to to make that up yeah so i guess but we'll probably end up finding finding out what happened but i have a Mm -hmm. i have i have a slight issue with this whole scene I have a couple issues. Okay. First, first issue I have is why were they like? Was he afraid to take that truck, or did he not know, or did it not work? Because I'm sure that truck had to work. 
I think it was the fact that the truck was supposed to be loaded with supplies for them. And it wasn't. And when no one was in the truck and when there was blood in the truck, I think Joe might have thought if he didn't think that they that the people who were there had been attacked, he was probably thinking it was a double cross. Okay. Like, oh, we're going to get Ellie. We're going to get the thing that y'all were supposed to bring us and then we're going to kill you. And I don't That's think they probably what he thought. And I don't think they went for the truck because they went out the back door because they know they won't come through that front door. Okay. And my second problem is me being the being an avid watcher of streamers who stream Modern Warfare and all these other shooting games. When you get to somewhere that has a cache of weapons and all kinds of other stuff, you loot. You get. They didn't have time for that. They yeah, they, they had time. They had time for that. They had time. No. No, they did not. They had a little time. Because first, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Two, when that thing started moving and they shot it and the tendrils came up, he literally ran to the door and was like, we have maybe a minute. There's no time, time for, for you to loot. get all this stuff. That's why he didn't go to the truck because they're going to come that way. That's why they went out the back door. They didn't okay. have time to grab nothing. And And... And they can't be weighed down. She literally emptied gas drums. She emptied grenades into the gas. She was about to blow some shit up. And if they had more weapons, that would have weighed them down. It would have made them slower. They would not have gotten as far away from the building as they had. And they probably would have been taken out by the blast as well. Okay, I can... I can understand that, like, yeah, I guess, but it's just like I was looking. I was like, "Oh my God, grab ammunition! What are you doing?" Just because I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was, I was thinking like a gamer, like, you know, you got, you got to loot up, and loot up before you leave. Yeah, no, they were thinking I, like, they but, thinking but that, like but that, 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 that actually, we got to get out of here. Out of here. But that makes more sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm okay. I'm with that. That makes more sense. Um, but it's so crazy because after they leave, when she tells him save as many as you can, that's when he looks at her and he takes Ellie and they run. And Ellie is pissed. No, we're not. Papa, he was like, look, little girl, if you don't bring your ass on, we all gonna be dead. And it's not gonna matter if you're immune right. at that point. But when when the um when the infected start running through the door, of course they're going they're going straight. I don't know what they're running after at this point. Maybe they can hear them running. I don't know. But they like literally come in the building and they running straight. Now she's sitting there trying to start up her lighter. Why is it that whenever you need a light? Especially from a Zippo. Especially from a Zippo. That's when your Zippo decides to go out. Like, really? The most reliable of lighters. Yes, the The most 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 windproof and lights every time lighter. Never lights when you So need why it. mess with the lighter? Just get a grenade, take the pin out. When it's time, throw the grenade. I, I thought that too, but then I was thinking, I, I think it was it had already started affecting her brain. So I don't think she was thinking about getting a grenade. Yeah, she was just because she felt like the lighter would do do what she did. And she had blinders on about think, it. I, I don't I don't know if I think it was that, but one, she's coming to grips with the fact that she's about to die. Okay. Two, I don't know. I know for me, whenever I'm scared, sometimes emotion or doing something with my hands kind of calms me. 
And maybe that, maybe it was just one of those things. She's like, okay, I need to set the gas on fire. I need to set the gas on fire. She's not thinking about anything else. Cause like the grenades, okay. You can pull the pin on a grenade. The grenade might be wow. a dud. Sure. You know, <laughs> the lighter was almost a dud. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing about this thing, she's sitting there, like I said, she's trying to, she's trying to start the lighter. And of course the lighter is making noise. So one of the infected happens to come around and, and, and looks at her. And I was wondering, I was like, is that the soldier that Joel killed? That's what it looked like because she looked at him like, almost like she recognized him. And I was like, is that him? Because the way his face was kind of messed up Remember, Joel was like beating the shit out of him. So I was like, did he mess his face up that much? And is that who that is? But I wasn't sure. But that thing almost stopped again. We know the clickers can't see because at this point, the fungus has taken over their eyes, but this dude still had an eye. And if it's true that they are not quite dead, then it's possible if this was that person that he might have recognized her a little bit that's what i was thinking Um, yes only reason why this has been just 24 hours this man has fungus growing out of the side of his head that takes a second but does it it does because that Hmm. would be like grandma didn't have fungus growing out of the side of it takes a minute. Yeah, but 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 grandma, we no, that's, that's that not had him. only been a few hours. That's not him. It's not yeah. him. No, it's, it's yeah, and then they will have his clothes are raggedy. It, that wasn't him. Yeah, yep, yeah. and the, like the clothes been like he been sitting out in the rain for a while. Because if it, okay, if yeah, he the newly infected would have just the vines and stuff of the fungus. Just okay, yeah, I see. Okay, I see it now. But I was like, it's it's a it's a it's a very close likeness. Enough that I was like, is that the reason why she just kind of stood there? Because I'm sorry, I don't care how close to death I am. There is absolutely no fucking way I'm about to stand there and see these tendrils coming out of this thing's mouth and let this fucking infected person Give me the kiss of death, right? I'm making out. I mean, the most nastiest French kiss ever. (laughs) No way in hell. That was another pause. Like you said, maybe maybe it was already starting to affect her brain. Maybe she was just like, I mean, she had already resigned herself to dying. So she was like, maybe if he start, I can distract him long enough. I can finally get this fucking lighter to work. But then it's like. But here's the thing. But if that thing had it, if it, if it, I, mm-mm. because she doesn't know how fast it'll affect her, her brain. If it's it's going directly in her mouth, is right there at the brain. She might have done all of that for nothing. I I don't know. Like you said, it might have been affecting her at that point to where she just wasn't thinking clearly. But she's thinking enough to know, oh my God, what is going on? And then she, you know, she finally gets the light, the lighter to light. She drops it. And of course, you know, big things go Ugh. boom. Oh but, my God. That was, that was like gross as shit. I'm like, 
Like, I mean, he, I and, so and he is like it, the look of horror on her face. Like, you can see it in her eyes. She was like, oh, God, this is so fucking gross. Yes. Like, please get the fuck out. What the fuck is going on? Like, please hurry up. And like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Calm down. And the reason why she was quick to try to get the light, because she knows that it's trying to take over. And mm-hmm. to know what is going, what's happening to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, Agent Dunham. Rest in peace. <laughs> Shout out, Fringe, if you want to see her again. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it. It, the explosion actually does kill all of the affected in the area and Joel and Ellie are you know just outside and they they see the whole thing and Joel just kind of looks he just looks at Ellie he turns around and walks and then she just turns around and the last shot you see is of her um you know sitting there and she's just standing and and the building is in, on fire in the background and she looks so dejected because like I said I feel like at the beginning of the episode Tess was being hard-nosed with her but throughout the episode you see that Tess is softening towards her to the point where Ellie is like no we can't leave her and I think she really feels like she's gonna feel some guilt about Tess's death because Tess was there trying to get her to where the fireflies were for selfish reasons yes but yeah rest in peace Tess yes I just the most horrible I, way to go I mean I just uh, like she didn't have to let the thing kiss her all of she didn't have house. to do like, that all up in here like, <laughs> uh, the fact that you called it a kiss that's what it, he came in for. Was, he came I mean, in. He, that he came, was a dimensional head tilt. It was like he came with the tilt. Come in, baby. Very slowly. That was a dementor's kiss, if ever I saw one. Come here often. So. <laughs> Just got most oh, beginning. Like already, already being infected doesn't really protect you. No, she was already she was infected already, and but she wasn't taken over yet, so it was trying Mm -hmm. to infect her altogether. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay, you working too slow. Let's go on and get this because I don't remember what the chart said. She probably would have had a few hours, depending on how long it took them to get from the museum to Mm -hmm. where they were. What did she say? She said, she said, if you go straight through, it's a 10 minute walk, mm-hmm. the state house. So who knows? They, they had to go through the hotel. They had to go through the museum. They had, they did the little fight and then she had a twisted ankle. So it could have taken them roughly an hour, let's say hour, maybe two hours tops from start to finish. Yeah. But so she got, that's she got, two hours already gone. She got bitten though when she twisted her ankle. So that walk mm-hmm. probably was only 30. So she had another probably another hour and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, someone's um, going back to the someone's trying to find the poster. I'm not gonna don't I'm not freeze framing. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm not gonna freeze yep. frame. Yeah, freeze frame. Yeah, I'm looking at the 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 little after show. The 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 oh I don't know. Is it oh wow do they look like cauliflower heads? Yeah. 
This broccoli, yeah. cauliflower, same thing. Okay, well, I don't eat cauliflower, so I'm good. So I'm good. I don't have to. Yeah, I'm good. Let's give and you then an they update. Got the barnacles on the. Oh, let's give huh? you an update. It says okay. neck, face, and head. You got five to fifteen minutes. Huh. Neck, so everything here. Okay, and so what about like, torso? Torso, arm, shoulder, which is really shoulder, hand. Mm-hmm. You got two to eight hours. Okay. So she has so some she time. Was prob- so she was coming. She was probably coming right up on that second hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But I don't think it was a long walk from the museum to where they were going. Because they no, that's what I'm museum, saying. So. She said she said it was a ten minute walk if you were able to go straight through. But remember that building was down, so that's why they had to take the detours. But from the museum to the state house. That might have been a five minute walk, but yeah. she has a twisted ankle. So they longer. probably they probably weren't rushing to get there because again, at that point, they don't even know she's been bitten. So they're probably mm-hmm. like, okay, let's just try to get there in one piece. Let's get there safe, blah, blah, blah. And she had I mean, she was me. walking kind she was walking kind of fast because remember, she was walking ahead of them and she mm-hmm. kept looking back at him and he's sitting there looking like why is she so pissed off yep that you mood know? change you've been infected she was moving fast mm-hmm. she was trying to move fast but mm-hmm. she didn't know how long she had mm-hmm. right right and um uh, yeah and you know they were they were saying um in the oh, game i'm sorry one of the, one of the signs of infection is a mood change that's why i was saying it hmm oh Okay, I need to print that poster out so I can have it as reference <laughs> anytime somebody. That way, Anthony won't have to freeze frame anymore. I we'll was just freeze have it framing as... by proxy. Michelle was actually freeze frame. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. Me. Yeah. Yeah. This was a really good episode, but when I tell you, I don't know if I can do this for another eight episodes. This is way too much suspense. Man, this, way too much this then, episode was better than the first episode it was like mm-hmm. that's a good sign and the first episode was good right mm-hmm. i think this episode is better because it was shorter and so they didn't have to put a lot of unnecessary shit in it it's like they could just basically get to the point because that last the last, yeah. the last the first episode dragged for me i was just like are y'all done yet like you know they have to they have to establish the story it took way too long but it's like this one this one was basically was pretty damn good it's just like the i mean it kept your the tension was just kept high like when they were in the hotel and she was playing with her knife leaning against the wall i was like oh god they're gonna reach through that wall aren't they they're gonna gonna like reach through the wall and pull her in i was like god damn it did it like fuck it's, like the TV up here, I was watching like, watching it with my phone like this, like so I could like hide behind my phone and see you see what see what the <laughs> fuck is going on. So I can't take it. Man. I wasn't trying to use something as small as my phone. I was like this. <laughs> I was just on the oh, edge oh of my, my seat, like. Yes, that too. It was so much suspense in this episode. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 yeah. Too much. Mm-mm. It's too much. Mm-mm. And I mean, if they continue on this, if they continue on this trajectory, if the episodes continue to get better and better and better, 
but more suspenseful and more suspenseful i don't know i don't know if i can handle it that's just ooh we i was um i don't know like i was expecting this show to be good i was expecting you know because i heard a lot of great things about it but i don't know if i was expecting it to be this good this show is really yeah it's too much man but the the previews for next week's episode all right you got your um what what do they call them the one the the preppers the the ones who are the doomsday preppers (laughs) preppers. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. we are ron swanson in the house I love him. I love. I, I like how they, be interesting. they make it. They make it seem like this is going to be kind of a lighthearted, more lighthearted episode with like, with like because the humor, like when he when he said this is not an Arby's, you don't get free lunch. It's like Arby's is a restaurant. Arby's wasn't it. free. It was a restaurant. <laughs> so it kind of kind of seems like this is going to be a little more lighthearted, still kind of serious, but a little more lighthearted. Don't, don't. Don't Which means smooth, that somebody else is gonna die. Right, don't let the smooth taste fool you. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, that just means somebody's gonna die. Yeah, that's all that means. So, yeah. <sighs> oh my goodness. Does anybody have anything else to say? You have any final thoughts on episode two of The Last of Us? Even though I'm a wuss, I'm enjoying this. It's like I, I'm literally just are you a wuss Mike? i'm a wuss i but i admit it see I'm, I'm old enough to be comfortable in my wisdom so it's like i can admit when i'm a chicken shit and i'm looking at this like no no i was like i feel like like the um like that buzzard in looney tunes every time something had something's about to happen i'm like no 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 no, no. <laughs> like no nah, man but i'm enjoying this this is actually pretty good I, I didn't think I'd like I, I'd like it that much. It's like I was like I'm gonna give it a couple episodes, then maybe I'll bow out. But I'm like I actually want to see what see what's gonna happen. Like, You're I'm stuck curious. with it now. I guess. I yes. mean, um, I for for me, I'm I was excited about this, but everyone knows how I feel about zombies. And once again, this is not zombies. They are they are not Just zombies. Like, I like World War Z, and they're not really zombies. So uh, I'm okay with this. This is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I truly enjoy it. It makes me want to play the video game. Now you're going to get a PlayStation. Get, I cannot get but, uh, Yeah, don't have a PlayStation, so none of that. Death um, to consoles. I have a PlayStation here. <laughs> or I should say my son has a PlayStation. I cannot get it. No, because I I have no time in my day. No. I'm saying when you go when are you gonna play? That's like Yeah, that is true. I'm I'm enjoying the um videos that I have seen concerning this episode. Um one is a young lady who said after last night episode, she opened up the cabinet and saw the flower and said, Nope. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame her. I would be I'd be I'd be throwing I'd be throwing everything away. Like, nah. I'll be on the Atkins diet, like the dad said, you know like Jules said in the beginning. I'm going straight keto, like no flour whatsoever. Like, nah, man. Like, all meat. <laughs> I'm going paleo keto, like, I mean, meat and cheese. I ain't fucking with none of y'all. 
Yeah, I'm enjoying so. this a lot. I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to um to the next eight episodes. Um, uh, before we close out, I do want to do a couple of uh promotions. Anthony has recently appeared on the what is it a podcast of of Monte a Amontillado. Say that five times fast. A podcast, <laughs> podcast of Amontillado. Yes. Podcast with our friends Gary Mitchell from Dragon Con, Monsterama from a whole bunch of things, and uh, Aaron McGorn. And you guys talked about clowns. Clowns. Clowns and clowns and horror. Hmm. And it was it was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. How did like i guess i would say how did you even get into that but they they cover a lot of horror on that particular podcast yeah it's a horror yeah it's a horror podcast okay yeah so i'm gonna have to listen to that i tried listening to it at work and i kept getting distracted and i'm like no i can't when it comes to listening to and i think you and i had this conversation yesterday in the office i find it hard to listen to podcasts when i'm when i'm working Mm-hmm. because it's it's a conversation and I'm listening to the words and a lot of times with my job I'm typing so I end up typing what I'm listening to and I'm like no I can't do this music is different because you've got the you've got the track the music that kind of distracts from it but I tried to listen to it the other day and I started laughing at some of the stuff you guys were saying. And then I got distracted. I was like, no, there's too many people coming in and out of my office. And I'm not sure if this is safe for work or if it's going to have a lot of curse words. And I was like, okay, I'll just have to listen to it later. But um, it, it, it was fun. Gary, Gary, Gary and Aaron are both very knowledgeable about horror. Okay. And Gary had put out a, a, had asked about anyone being interested. I'm not really a horror person. Mm-hmm. but i've seen my fair share of horror and oddly i've seen a lot of clowns in the horror too so <laughs> like sure I, i'd be on that podcast with you and uh but it, it, it was it was really fun oh so you it, guys everyone have... should check it out it's one of the few podcasts of myself that i've listened to because it, it was hilarious I okay really and that one um we do have that linked on our facebook page and I've also bookmarked it on our YouTube page in the FHP around the web uh, playlist. So you can find that there. Also, I had an opportunity last week to be on the Earth Station One podcast, um, part of the ESO network. And we discussed the first season of Interview with the Vampire, which is one of the shows that we wanted to cover on this podcast, but we just have not had the time. So when they put out a, you know, a call for people who want to talk about it, I kind of jumped at the chance. So had a fun hour chatting with Mike, Mike and our friend Dina, you know, Dina is a friend of the podcast. She's done panels with us and she's uh, guested on our uh, Conjuration show a couple of months ago. So we got to do that and talk about that. That can be found on the ESO Network's Facebook page, Earth Station One's Facebook page. We have also linked that on the Fandom Hybrid page uh, on Spotify, YouTube. So you can find both of those shows around the web. If you guys would just go give it a listen, like, comment, let us know how you enjoy it. Um, You know, 
I'm enjoying kind of branching out and, and visiting with other people and, you know, kind of getting some different point of views on some of the things that we all mutually like. So that's been a fun thing. So uh, yeah, go check those out. And for our episode two recap and discussion of The Last of Us, that is it for our show. You can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Phantom Hybrid. You can chat with us on our Discord channel. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel, and you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.